The Book of Ephesians, Chapter 5 So then, you should try to become like God, for you are His children and He loves you. Live your lives in love, the same sort of love which Christ gave us and which He perfectly expressed when He gave Himself up for us as an offering and a sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. But as for sexual immorality in all its forms, and the itch to get your hands on what belongs to other people, don't even talk about such things. They are no fit subjects for Christians to talk about. The keynote of your conversation should not be coarseness or silliness or flippancy, which are quite out of place, but a sense of all that we owe to God. For of this you can be quite certain, that neither the immoral, nor the dirty-minded, nor the covetous man, whose greed makes him worship gain, has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Don't let anyone fool you with empty words. It is these very things which bring down the wrath of God upon the disobedient. Have nothing to do with men like that. Once you were darkness, but now as Christians you are light. Live then as children of the light. The light produces in men all that is good and right and true. Let your lives be living proofs of the things which please God. Stay clear of the fruitless activities of darkness. Let your lives expose their futility. You know the sort of things I mean. To detail their secret doings is too shameful to mention. For light is capable of showing up everything for what it really is. It is even possible for light to turn the thing it shines upon into light also. Thus it is said, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine upon thee. Live life then with a due sense of responsibility, not as men who do not know the meaning of life, but as those who do. Make the best use of your time despite all the evils of these days. Don't be vague, but grasp firmly what you know to be the will of the Lord. Don't get your stimulus from wine, for there is always the danger of excessive drinking. But let the Spirit stimulate your souls. Sing among yourselves psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, your voices making music in your hearts for the ears of the Lord. Thank God the Father at all times for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and fit in with each other because of your common reverence for Christ. You wives must learn to adapt yourselves to your husbands as you submit yourself to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife in the same way that Christ is the head of the church and saviour of the body. The willing subjection of the church to Christ should be reproduced in the submission of wives to their husbands in everything. The husband must give his wife the same sort of love that Christ gave to the church when he sacrificed himself for her. Christ gave himself to make her holy, having cleansed her through the baptism of his word, to make her an altogether glorious church in his eyes. She is to be free from spots, wrinkles or any other disfigurement, a church holy and perfect. So men ought to give their wives the love they naturally have for their own bodies. The love a man gives his wife is the extending of his love for himself to enfold her. Nobody ever hated his own body. He feeds it and looks after it. And that is what Christ does for his body, the church. And we are all members of that body. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and the twain shall become one flesh. The marriage relationship is a great mystery, but I can see it as a symbol of the marriage of Christ and his church. In practice, what I have said amounts to this. Let every one of you who is a husband love his wife as he loves himself, and let every wife respect her husband.